0: Hey, how's it going, Lakeland? This is Chad McLeod, one of your Lakeland City Commissioners. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome back to A View from City Hall. This is Chad McLeod. This is the September, September, this is the, I'm not, we're not in September yet. This is the August episode of the podcast. If you are a first time listener, I want to welcome you to A View from City Hall. I started this podcast actually back in the campaign almost a year ago, which is hard to believe, as a way to communicate with potential voters and just, I I like the podcast format. A lot of times, especially in a commission meeting or back during the campaign, during a candidate forum, you didn't always have a chance to spend as much time on issues as I might like, or a a forum that is similar to sitting down with someone over a cup of coffee. And I love that. I love doing that with people. That's been a little bit different this year. I haven't had as many meetings as maybe I I would if we weren't in uh, all things COVID-19, but I like. Podcasting and had been doing. I've been doing podcasting for several years with my business, and so started uh, the podcast during the campaign. And decided uh, back in March to continue it as part of my role as a city commissioner. And so it's a chance for me just to talk about different issues that we are working on uh, from the city commission standpoint, keep people informed, give you a little bit of an insight into my thought process and and what I'm thinking as one of our. Uh, city Commissioners. So thank you for joining me. Today, uh, this month, I will talk a little bit about the budget process and where we are in that. We're still in the the mix of finalizing the budget for the next fiscal year. That will be finalized in, in September. I want to talk a little bit about broadband and that project and, and give an update on where that is. Uh, and at the end, talk about mask. And so stay with me. I, I really appreciate you joining uh, this episode of A View from City Hall. This episode will come out on Friday, Friday. Happy Friday as we we head into the weekend. And let's talk. start off talking about the budget. And this is the time of year where, as a commission, we are finalizing the budget and the millage rate, so the, the rate that we tax uh, property values here in the city of Lakeland, finalizing all of that to be signed and sealed and done in September. And so for the fiscal year 2021, which starts in October. And there are a lot of discussions, as you can imagine, that go into this process. The city has a roughly $600 million annual budget. And so trying to plan for the future across departments and look at what do we do with the budget for the next year. This year, as we, we look out, uh, to the next fiscal year, I believe it's it's particularly challenging because we're trying to forecast, and, and there's a lot of unknowns. I said on the last episode that I think our finance staff uh, at City Hall have have really done a great job of working with the information they have right now. There there are a lot of things w- we don't know, and as you, we started the year in January and February thinking that we would uh, have a very strong economy for the remainder of the year, the foreseeable future, and really in a good position. And things have just changed. And so trying to prepare for, are we going to enter a prolonged recession? Is it going to carry into the next few years? What does that mean for revenues to state and local governments? We're seeing the state of Florida uh, that is taking some pretty big hits in the form of sales tax, tourist development taxes, uh, a lot of revenues that come into the state coffers uh, have been hit hard as a result of the coronavirus. When you're seeing unemployment uh that is is high right now and so in in some cases it's it's hovering at 15% or so and and that's just there's a real economic strain right now that we're in and trying to look at well, how, what does that mean for the city's budget not only this coming fiscal year into 2021 but for for future years and the scenario could change it likely will change and so i just i applaud our city staff for working in an environment of uncertainty and trying to be fiscally responsible at the same time provide the services that our residents expect that are uh, a part of what it means to live in Lakeland. And so you may have seen some of the coverage on uh, our budget discussions, and we have decided to hold the the millage rate at the same rate that it it has been this past year, so 5.464. And we originally discussed, you know, do we Know, try to roll back the rate a little bit, give property owners a bit of relief in the form of the tax bill. Uh, what what does that look like? Uh, you know, and for me, I, I I think most people like lower property taxes. And, and I like seeing cities where they have a, a low millage rate. And I think it really, as uh, elected officials, it's our job to try and push for low property taxes. At the same time, we we recognize that we have to fund city services. We have to provide the core services of police, fire, roads, and uh, the other things, parks and recreation, and the things that go into quality of life in a city. And that, that takes money to run. So trying to balance those two Uh, Those two points of keeping our property taxes low, but at the same time, providing a high quality of service, high quality of life for people within the city. And, And that as we got into that discussion, to me, it makes sense to hold the rate where it is right now. We, Lakeland has one of the lowest millage rates in Polk County. I think that's a good thing. I, I kind of consider that a badge of honor for us as a city. Now, that is largely in part uh, to having Lakeland Electric and the, the money that Lakeland Electric provides back to the city every year. It's actually a little bit more than what we get from property tax revenue. So that's that's huge. Um, but that helps keep our millage rate low. And I, I think that is is a great thing. Um, we have talked about different potential cuts to the city budget or the appropriations, if you will. some money that's been earmarked for certain things that going into this fiscal year, we have pulled that back and said we're not going to uh, put as much money toward whatever the line item is. So I'll use, for example, uh, the Catalyst plan. The, the Catalyst plan, the downtown redevelopment, and, and all that is happening in downtown has been part of what we call the Catalyst Plan, and and the city has set some money aside, appropriated uh, up to $2 million to be able to use as part of that program. So if we're trying to get new development or new projects, that we have some money set aside that we can work with people who want to come in and want to help redevelop downtown, put Buildings and stores and and residences and places where we where there's nothing maybe a vacant lot, uh, that money can help with that. So we've we've rolled back the amount of money that we're going to set aside. I think we've gone from you know, it was two million dollars and, and now we're are pulling that back to to five hundred thousand dollars for this fiscal year. One of the important points as we went through this discussion and our finance director Mike Brosart reminded us, and I think it was it was good to to know that. If things change, and if we get into 2021, and and maybe we're seeing, hey, that uh, the city budget is not going to be affected as much as we we thought it would be, maybe there won't be a drop in property values. If property values significantly drop, I think the the forecast was potentially around 10%. Again, we don't know this, um, but that could have an impact on next year's property tax revenues in the following years. But if they don't, uh, and we see that we're we're in a, a bit of a better shape than than we expect, we can always reappropriate money uh, throughout the year if we see that, hey, we have it, uh, and, and we can put it back to what we had originally intended. And so that, it, it's fluid. It really is. Uh, I think as a commission, I know for me, and, and I would say my colleagues as well, our commitment is to um, be as fiscally responsible as we can be, and to be fiscally conservative, and to uh, make sure that our, we talk about day's cash on hand, and keeping that at a level that Is comfortable that we know that we have some reserves, that we're in a position if this uh, the economic situation goes into a a prolonged recession. That is a city that we're as best as prepared as we possibly can be. And so that that involves some difficult discussions and decisions. So this past week, we made a a decision to restore uh, some of the cuts that we were planning to make. Uh, We have a number of nonprofits here in the, in the Lakeland, greater Polk County area that the city uh, provides some funding to each year. It's not a huge amount of money. There is a process for this. And, and I think that's an important point for people to know that it's uh, the commission does not decide which nonprofits we're, we're helping to fund on, on some level, even if it's small, that there's this is at the staff level, there's criteria, there are things that uh, it comes to us, we see the list. But we had looked at it, making a, an across-the-board cut to those nonprofits that we help support, 25%. So not completely removing that funding, but um, just a small 25% cut. It comes up to about $129,000 in a $600 million annual budget. This is not a lot of money, but these things can add up. And that's one of the things that that I'm seeing and that's important for people to know is that it's it's $100,000 here, $200,000 there, and that, and that starts to add up. Uh, as uh, city staff have been looking at ha- what are some ways that we can save and cut and and find savings uh, our city manager came back to us and said as with things that are happening at, or not at the RP funding center we're not having the number of events that we had hoped to have there are some some cost savings there are costs that are that go along with having Lots of events. And so, with that, um, there's a, a projected savings of about $500,000 for next year. And so, it was presented to us do we want to consider restoring that 25% cut to the nonprofits? And we had a very, what I think was a robust and healthy discussion on that uh, from the extreme of absolutely we should restore this money. These organizations are providing critical services in our community that. As a city, it's out of our wheelhouse, and these are we need these groups, and and these groups right now, many of them are hurting for donations. It's, and if we go into a recession, that may even may get even worse, and so we need to restore store that money and do all we can to help uh, these groups that provide critical social services in Lakeland. The other extreme was everyone is experiencing a tightening of the belt. And we, as a city, we don't know the ramifications yet of what we might face in the next year or two. And we need to to be conservative. We need to uh, protect our our cash reserves. And so uh, there there was the thought of not restoring uh, that that twenty five percent cut. And for me, I, I voted uh, to put that money back to to fund provide funding to those nonprofits. Again, I, I looked at it as a little bit more than a hundred thousand dollars not not a huge amount of money. Um, and we do need those groups. We need their expertise. I think um, you could argue, you know, should government be in the business of funding nonprofits? And I look at this as it's a nominal amount. Uh, it is a way for us to lean on groups as opposed to the city itself trying to provide these services. And these organizations do a, a tremendous work in in helping the quality of life in Lakeland. And so that that was the reason for my vote. It passed six to one. I think we were in alignment in our thinking, but understanding that uh, there is there's merit to to the point of of making sure that we have uh, a healthy reserves for for what might be unknown, you know in in the months and years ahead. The savings that you know I talked about the RP funding center um that is uh, an issue that I believe is uh I would as I look out on the horizon the city has to figure out what do we do with the RP Funding Center going forward. The city uh, subsidizes the RP Funding Center. This year, it'll be about $5 million. And that, that amount has gone up. Um, there was hope that it would start to turn around and we would get that uh, subsidy under $3 million this year. But we're not able to have large events. And so for an event-driven venue, these are tough times. But I think that as we... we look at at the city and and the future of Lakeland, figuring out what to do with the RP Funding Center is going to be a very important discussion for next year. And and to see, in in my view, it's it's not sustainable, the path that it's on right now. I know that having a a venue like that um, is valuable to a community. You look at cities all over uh, that have uh, venues where you can have large events, you can have cultural events, arts, sporting events, that, provides value to to your residents and your citizens and and i and i get that uh, but it's the trend of how much money we're putting into that center to keep it going in my mind is unsustainable and so as the commission as we're the board that's looking at the vision the strategy the future of the city it's an issue that we've got to to figure out and that's several of us have mentioned that over the past few weeks and that came up in the discussion about restoring the cuts to the nonprofits because the savings that we were talking about that it would allow us to do that in the first place are coming from the RP's Funding Center. So stay tuned. I'm sure we'll talk more about that uh, in the coming weeks and and into next year. Broadband, so there's an update on broadband. If you didn't see this week, we made a decision as a commission to enter into negotiations with a firm called Summit out of Orlando. Uh, We had eight firms that presented proposals for a partnership on the broadband initiative. The commission acted as the selection committee. We reviewed eight proposals. It was fascinating to go through eight different proposals of what a public-private partnership could look like with a private company and the city to uh, provide high-speed internet throughout uh, our city. Uh, as we had, so we, we individually we scored all eight, and and then the score sheets were provided to us as the commission. We met on Monday to talk about the rankings and see what we wanted to do. I was hoping we would interview the top two or three firms, and and be able to ask questions and and then make a selection. Uh, it, a motion was made to go ahead and start negotiations with the top-ranked firm, which was Summit, and it passed four to two. So Commissioner Bill Reed and I were the two who voted not to to move into that step just yet we probably would have ended up there but i I like interview phases for something like this but I understand where my colleagues were coming from and, and I'm excited to see what happens as we go into a negotiation phase with this company and what that partnership could look like I, I think there's a lot of excitement around this certainly the negotiation phase will be critical to see if you remember uh, we had a lot of discussion last year I wasn't on the commission but About does the city embark on its own? We have a lot of um, dark fiber cable throughout the city that we could utilize for uh, providing broadband access. It's involved what it would mean to actually to do that. I'm convinced more than ever that the commission made the right call last year to try and go the route of a P3 to try and bring in a private company uh, for this venture and and remove the city at least. Uh, take some risk away from the city, because I think it it is very complex. There are a lot of moving parts, and and we'll certainly see what happens as we get into that negotiation phase. Commissioner Stephanie Madden will be the commission's representative on that negotiation team. It'll be made up of city staff and uh, IT folks and and people from Lakeland Electric and finance and, and all of that. So more to come for sure on that. The last issue that I wanted to touch on is our mask mandate that is still in effect, and that we passed uh, right before July fourth, and and we uh, renewed that in August. So it is uh, the way we have designed it. If we want to continue the mandate, we have to, to reapprove it. It's roughly every thirty days. We're trying to uh, make it fall in one of our scheduled, our uh, previously scheduled commission meetings. And it, this is it's a tough issue. It's one that you know I I think. If you had told me last year that mask would be one of the hottest items that that we would face as a commission, I I don't know that I would have believed that, but. Uh, early on, uh, I uh, resisted the uh, call to, to put a mandate in place. And, and I, I really, uh, I felt like I wanted people and businesses uh, to be able to make that decision. And I still, I lean that way. And so I've had a lot of conversations with folks on my support for it and and what made me change my mind. I wrote blog posts on this. There's two different ones at ChadMcCloud.com that talk about my thinking uh, earlier in the summer where I was against it. And then what made me change my mind on it. And some good points were made at our last meeting when we voted to to extend it. We had some some folks who were protesting that and some who were out at City Hall and, and I made a comment that I you know I hear those voices and, and I understand where you're coming from. For me and I think a lot of our commissioners, we are really looking at what's happening locally. And so after my first uh, you know the, the times where I said I didn't I didn't want to go the route of a mandate. I, I've had and continue to have good conversations with the leadership of Lakeland Regional and looking at what is happening in the hospital and 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 when you hear. Uh, hospital administrators and nurses and people say we're worried we have never seen it like this. We look out across our hospital system and uh, we're concerned that if it doesn't turn around our ability to to manage this is going to get out of hand and and, um, un- and become unsustainable and so they continued to to encourage us uh, to consider a mandate and so I, I have thought about this more than than I can tell you, and I understand when people say I feel like it's this is government overreach. From the beginning, I think there's been a there's been a tension between public health measures and potential overreach by all levels of government, and that's something we're constantly trying to balance. So the the thirty day. Um, timestamps, if you will, for me that forces us to reevaluate this every month is something that I was able to say, okay, for the short term, I I can uh, support this looking at what's going on locally, not so much, and commissioners mentioned this at our last meeting that we're not focusing, it's not that we're not paying attention to what's happening nationally and around the country, but we're really looking at what is happening locally in Lakeland and Polk County and watching trends and and trying to see where this is going. Fortunately, uh, the numbers are starting to level off and in some cases come down. And we're seeing that in the number of patients in the hospital being treated for COVID, the number of patients in ICU. And so it's encouraging to see that those numbers are coming down and that we are, uh, things are staying open, schools are going back. And I know that's all across the country with different experiences are happening there. But I've had some teachers who've said, look, we think mask policies are the things that are helping us be able to provide in person education and get kids back in the classroom. And so that's, that's kind of, you know, I remember saying that, um, not about schools, but we had that discussion, when we were when we passed the mandate the first time in July, and, and just saying that if it if mass policies allow us to keep businesses open and can prevent another shutdown, we're for it. It may be an imperfect policy, um, but it, it's better than the alternative of having to shut things down again. So I, I've i talked to a lot of you about masks on both sides. And we have a lot of people who were really upset the first time that we didn't uh, go the route of a mandate and uh, were coming to us. And so some of you are are very grateful and you're, you're happy that we went this route and others think it's the worst decision that we have made as a commission. And so we, we hear all of that feedback. Uh, we try to, to process that and and make a decision and do what we feel like is in the best interest of our community. And for me to help us get out of this, help us get to a, a more sustainable point um, where, uh, you know, we're not just... Uh, consumed by everything related to COVID-19. We're still meeting virtually right now We, uh, as a commission, and we talked about when do we go back to in-person meetings. Uh, that came up in our discussion this past week, and we're hoping for October. I'm hoping for October. I would love to get back sooner than later. I, I think we missed something by not being in person, not having the personal dynamics, being able to read people's body language, and, and just all of that. But we can we can do a lot virtually. And, and we've been able to successfully have meetings and debates and dialogues and keep the city moving and vote and do the things we need to do as a commission. So I'm very thankful for that. And the governor is allowing that. That's an important point. We're operating virtually because the governor has issued an order since March that has allowed local governments uh, to hold meetings um, virtually. And so as long as that order is in place, we have the ability to, to do that as a commission. But I think I'm going to stop here for, for today. We, uh, you know, I try to keep these episodes around 20 to 25 minutes, and I'm bumping up against that right now. As always, if you have thoughts or you want to email me about a topic, chad.mcleod at Lakelandgov. Love hearing from folks. You can email the entire city commission, lakelandgov.net. Thank you so much for listening to a view from City Hall. I'll be back again in September. I'm sure I'll have a lot to cover then. Thank you for listening. If there's somebody out there who you think would enjoy uh, hearing this podcast, would love love for you to share it. And uh, thank you for the chance to serve as one of your city commissioners. Have a great weekend and week. I'll see you back again soon.